simply because we call ourselves Christian does not necessarily mean that we are Christ-like. As Christians, we are called to be like Jesus. We are called to be Christ-like. But the sad truth is that this isn't always the case. You know, there's a quote that has been wrongly attributed to Gandhi. Uh, However, even though he actually didn't say these words, the quote is very powerful. The quote was based on the fact that Gandhi had some negative experiences with Christians. And the quote is, I like your Christ. I do not like your Christians. You Christians are so unlike your Christ. Now again, even though he didn't say those words, it's a very powerful statement. He did actually have a documented negative experience that I read about where he had read the Gospels early in his life. He was searching different spiritualities, and one day he wanted to go to worship at a Christian church, and he was actually rejected. It was a European, white European Christian church, and as he approached, one of the ushers told him that he was not welcome to attend because he didn't look like the other worshipers. Our Lord in the Gospel today summarizes all of the commandments into two. Love the Lord with all your heart, strength, soul, mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. We cannot say that we love God if we don't treat others with love. Authentic love of God always manifests itself in love for others. This is why it's so scandalous when we act with hatred towards other people, when Christians act with hatred towards others, either in real life or nowadays on social media, which is, is really bad. There's so much hatred on social media. I see it all the time. What's even more scandalous is when uh, Catholics are spewing hatred at other Catholics over different issues on social media. It's just, it's scandalous when we show hatred towards one another. Now, this doesn't mean that we have to agree with everyone. We don't have to agree with everyone. We as Catholics always have to hold fast and stand firm in our faith in the teachings of the church, in the teachings of our Lord, we can't compromise. But we can can always agree to disagree. We could always do it with kindness and respect for others. I think this gospel really challenges us to reflect not only on our, our interior relationship with the Lord, on our love for God, but also how we live our faith on the outside, love of neighbors, how we treat others. Simply put, we cannot say that we truly love the Lord if we don't strive to love every person in our lives. Now, note, we don't have to like everybody, right? There are a lot of people in our lives that we don't like. We struggle with them. Uh, People in our families, in our people that we work with, acquaintances, people who get on our nerves. This is just normal human experiences. It doesn't mean that we have to like every person in our lives. We do have to love everyone. What is love? 
Love is willing the good for the other, wanting good for the other person. Even though I may not like this person, maybe I don't, maybe don't like to be around them, I still want good for them. I still pray the Lord's blessing upon them. You know, so just some questions that we can reflect upon, maybe a little examination of conscience for a couple of moments as we think about this upcoming week and think about the last few weeks and really pondering this gospel. I just want to reflect on, put some questions out to us to think about. How do I treat people in my daily life? Do I do my best to treat people with kindness, with respect and charity? Everyone, not just the people that I like. Do I engage in gossip about others? Do I spread gossip? Or worse, do I spread rumors that might damage a person's reputation? Do I rejoice when bad things happen to people that I don't like? Do I do my best to avoid speaking negatively about other people? You know, it's possible to be very critical of people's viewpoints, but not necessarily be critical of the person themselves. We can be critical of what people believe. We can argue against other people's arguments, but we can do it still respecting the person and still loving the person. You know, I remember as a young man, my grandmother was one of the holiest people that I, I ever knew in my life. She used to sit right up front here. She used to walk down to church every day from Spring Street to Mass. And I, I remember, I think I was in college at the time, I was this young self-righteous young man and we were watching the news and there was a politician that I didn't like and I don't remember what I said but I certainly said something that was not charitable about the person and my grandmother said to me Michael remember God loves him too she just kind of put me in my place very beautifully charitably and patiently it was a great lesson. You know, our Lord said in the gospel, not this gospel today, but in the gospel of John, he said to his apostles, this is how all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. We have to love one another. We have to love one another as a family, as a Catholic family, but we have to love every person in our lives. See, if we don't love others, if we don't treat others with respect, then we can actually lead people away from Jesus. If I mistreat people in my daily life, if I'm rude to people, if I'm impatient with people, if I'm unkind to people, I can actually lead people away from Jesus. And so we have to pray today that the Lord will help us to love Him above all. Remember, the more we love God, Authentically, we pray every day. We ask him to help us to love him more. The more we love the Lord, the more we're able to love others. Remember, God is love. So the more we go to the source of love, he fills us with love for every person in our lives. The more we love God, the more we love others. So let's pray in this Mass today for the grace to be a people of authentic love.